Welcome back to another podcast with your host, Miriam Khan at Raise Your Vibes. Today's podcast is quite a serious one, one that we can relate to on many, many levels. It's about dealing with narcissistic parents or narcissistic, toxic people that are in our lives and sometimes we don't really realise, you know, we have these people in our lives, what we can do about it, what we can't do about it what we perhaps can do to move forward or to remove ourselves from these people, if that's at all possible. All of us will have grown up with a different type of family zone, different type of environment, different type of family structure. Um, Some of us have been adopted, some of us have, you know, our biological parents, some of us have close relationships with our siblings. All of us have various different types of you know family dynamics and in 2021 that's changed certainly you know we have so many different factors now influencing all these types of family structures coming in but one of the things that we perhaps don't realize and we sort of realize it until we get older is that we're often surrounded by a narcissistic parent uh, or family member and they can make our life very very troublesome very troublesome You know, you'll have heard my podcast before about narcissistic partners, for example, but dealing with the parent is even more difficult because it's harder, you know, to remove yourself from that particular scenario because you're linked by blood, you're linked by biology, by your DNA, and often, you know, you can't leave. Uh, Some people do manage to cut ties, some people do distance themselves successfully, and some of us sadly can't, you know, we're stuck in that sort of situation and scenario for various reasons. When you're growing up, you know, all of our parents, all of our family members have ways of installing discipline, installing life into us, you know, teaching us right from wrong, teaching us about morals, teaching us about how we should conduct ourselves in the wider world, in the wider community. And, you know, often that person for us is our go-to person. They're our guru, they're our life coach, they're our person for moral guidance, they're our moral compass. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the right type of person to guide us you know through my years of um, teaching and various other roles that I've talked about there's often been scenarios when I was you know safeguarding officer and child protection officer where I had to take or had to make the decision to help remove certain parents from their child I've been sat in court cases where you know the child has been removed and the the amount of paperwork the amount of evidence against that parent sometimes is unbelievable you know and they still want their child back which we can understand why you know but when we're dealing with someone who's narcissistic abusive and toxic and it's a parent it's often very very hard to disfragment that sort of tie and detangle it and sort of make that young person understand or even older person understand that the person that they're dealing with is a narcissist and they're toxic you know They might have given birth to us, they might have, you know, raised us, but that doesn't necessarily make them the right person for us to be around, okay? We are growing, we are becoming one, we are turning into an adult or a young teen or whatever it is that we are, you know? But the situation is that we often are dealing with someone who's very negative for us and we don't often see it. 
because we are connected to them through the bloodstream, through our DNA, you know, like I said, it could be your mother, your father, your brother, uncle, whoever the relationship is with you and them, it's very hard to walk away from. And they make it harder, you know. As you grow into sort of like adulthood, sometimes that can be made easier when, you know, we have different jobs, we're financially more secure, we're in a position where we're able to move away and, uh, you know, make those decisions where we have to cut those ties with that person. That can sometimes be easily done in those sort of situations. But often than not, sometimes, you know, there are still people left in that household who can't run away, who can't escape, who can't move on. They're sort of attached to that person for various reasons, whether it's financial security or the individual has just made it very, very hard. There's that codependency between them and they've made it very hard and very toxic to escape. You know, it could be that we financially are unable to rent our own place or perhaps the law doesn't allow us to, you know, live by ourselves. Each person will be listening to this from different countries. I'm aware of that. And each law will be different, you know. But what's upsetting sometimes is that you can be working with someone, you know, and you can be trying to support them, you can try to help them, you're trying to encourage them to grow and to gain strength. Because when a narcissistic parent is involved, unfortunately, you know, they attack our inner core, they attack our inner, inner being, in our inner light. And unfortunately, instead of encouraging us and supporting us and helping us to grow, they're this toxic um, gas, this, this toxic fumes that's just surrounding us all the time and we can't escape, you know? We're dependent on them for whatever reason, whether it's a, a mental, uh, you know, codependency, physical, spiritual, religious, financial. It might be that, you know, we rely upon them to keep us safe, safe in the sense that we've got somewhere to sleep, you know, somewhere that where we've been fed. Uh, perhaps nurtured in the, the, those respects. Perhaps they've taken away all aspects from us where we can be, you know, dependent, but instead we're codependent. And that toxicity comes in. Sometimes, you know, we have our own friendship circles and we try really hard to lean on those friendships. We try hard to gain some strength and some support. And we do end up, you know, trying to be a stronger individual. We work on our issues, we work on the negative aspects for us. We try to gain strength, we try to gain clarity. But unfortunately, this toxic energy will always keep trying to claw back, will always keep trying to gain control back of us. And that's not easy either, you know, to step away from that. The more that person sees you, um, you know, happy and dependent, not codependent anymore, dependent, Perhaps you've got really good relationship, friendship, where other friendships have failed, you know. Um, that can be a huge source of negativity for that narcissistic, toxic parent or relative. They'll do anything they can to cut those ties with that person, you know, showing you the negative aspects, constantly sort of um, putting in, not love bombing, but the opposite, hate bombing, you know, constantly feeding the hate, constantly feeding your insecurities, saying, you know, that person's gonna leave you, that person's gonna betray you, that person's not the friend that you think they are, that person will um, not honor their friendship, that, uh, that person will betray you when you need them the most, they're not gonna be there. 
and so on you know and unfortunately when we're in that negative circle negative cycle um, we keep believing it you know for a while we are having this self-esteem that's grown we feel ourselves rooting for ourselves we feel ourselves being happier we feel um, in a loving place in a caring place because that friendship you know that started has shown us boundaries it's shown us kindness it's shown us you know this sort of reciprocation between two people that care about each other it's shown us forgiveness it's shown us kindness which is most important you know and perhaps kindness without um, any expectations without boundaries in the sense of you know there's no control the other person just loves us for us you know they care about us genuinely they don't want anything untoward they're not after anything they just want our friendship simple but the toxic person doesn't see it like that when we're in that situation we have a really lovely friend caring friend we've stepped away from that toxic negative person we've built some good roots we've built some good foundations and perhaps you know that toxic parent or relative or whoever it is that's in your life Caesar's content, Caesar's happy, Caesar's glowing perhaps, you know, sees that we've got someone that cares about us unconditionally. And you know, that friendship at times is going to be tested. There's going to be things that happen with the toxic person. They will do things to ensure that that friendship doesn't persist, it doesn't continue, you know. Sometimes this happens with um, the adult or the person trying very hard to show, um, you know, their friendship. They want also to be part of that inner group. And sometimes the other individual may be appeasing the other person. They might show some friendship. They might allow them to be part of that group. You know, because when parents are involved or a relative is involved, sometimes you show that other respect as an adult. And allow them into that circle and there are times when you have to say no as well it's choosing the boundaries sort of wisely you know in these sort of situations then there are times as well where um, you know you and the friend may go for some time without seeing each other because life happens you know you work in your different jobs you might be at college university whatever the scenario is there are times when you're you are away life happens doesn't it okay but that friendship continues the roots are there the strong roots but things happen like i said unfortunately these toxic individuals these narcissists will do what they can to sever those ties between you and that person and unfortunately the individual concerned you know that tends to be the relative will often have you know some form of anxiety you know they can't choose the friend sometimes they can't choose the friendship that they want to save and often they are pushed into a very very deep corner where they're told or they see that you know from my point of view the best thing for me to do is to end this friendship sometimes it happens where a fight is sort of like instigated on purpose okay and if you detach yourself as the person that's trying to help this person you'll see what i mean Okay, this might have happened to you already some of you might have experienced it and in other cases you sort of sit back and maybe all of a sudden that friendship has just ended okay from the the individual who desperately needs you as a friend to be honest you know and as much as we want to support that person as much as we might want to cling to that friendship because we value it we do 
we genuinely value it we genuinely see that there are deep issues in that person's life and you know we are always going to stay loyal to them and their secrets and whatever foundations we've grown but unfortunately we have to look after our own mental health too you know we can't be fighting other people's battles whether that's on a spiritual level or a mental level you know there are times when we have to always look after our own mental health and there are times when you know individuals really do show their true selves okay so they might come from a place of attacking you they might come from a place of being really rude and nasty and facetious you know and there are times when you have to look at those particular aspects when that friendship ends and think is this really the person that was my friend or is it coming from the narcissist you know and the toxic person nine times out of ten or ten times out of ten I should say it is from the narcissist and it is from the toxic person and as much as you would love to support that person and make them realize what they're doing make them realize their actions make them understand that what they're doing is not actually based on their decision but they've been pushed into a corner you know unfortunately we're not in a position to do that you can stand there you can talk to them you could scream at them you can make them realize you want to shake them you know physically and say hey you know this is um, not you this is the other person who's trying to you know damage the core of your life you know they don't want you to be happy they don't want you to have friendships that are loving and caring if anything they're trying to destroy you but you know what the best lesson in life is experience that's the best teacher and sometimes you have to stand back and you have to walk away and you have to let that person stand by their decision as hurtful as it might be to the other person as hurtful as it might be to you you know we have to stand back we have to let them walk that path and it can be very hurtful because we know that the toxic energy around them unfortunately is going to make them drown and we also know that maybe at some point that friend might come back and ask for help and we have to be in that situation further down the line where we either honor that friendship or we say i'm sorry i can't do this anymore you know because you know it can get quite uh, destructive it can be quite vicious and it can be something that keeps leading you to pain and misery you know because this becomes like then a pattern of behavior which I've talked about before so sometimes sadly and unfortunately the best thing to do is walk away from situations like this honor and respect their decision honor and respect the friendship and the time that you had and close the door easy said than done I know that comes with time it comes with experience and you know you're going to feel this sadness you're going to feel this uh, grief because that friendship has gone that love has gone and all you wanted to do was spend time with that friend and glow and you know honor that friendship and see it grow for what it was you know but unfortunately that toxic person's energy has consumed your friend and no matter how much you try to show them the light and show them the other side there's nothing you can do about it because unfortunately they're in this dark place and they've decided to cut you out and you have to honor that as hard as it is you have to honor that and walk away you know over time you might decide to you know write letters not necessarily send them you might send text messages but not send them you might just store them on your phone there's so many modern ways now of you know journaling for example there's modern ways of 
going through your grief because this friendship is going to cause grief the end of it is going to cause grief to you it's going to cause sorrow because you know that person has deep deep issues that sadly you're not there with anymore you can't help them anymore and it's time for you to stand back if you're someone that's religious or spiritual whatever you might just pray for that person you might pray for their spirit you might pray for their soul you might just wish them the best of luck you know and these these situations are uncomfortable by the way these are not easy scenarios to be facing but like I said there has to be a situation where you have to also look after your mental health and your spirituality your essence your being the vibes around you you don't want that toxicity you know you've tried your best to help this person and unfortunately they don't want you anymore now what does the toxic person gain from all of these things well they're in this power dynamic can't they they are in control you know and it's their ego it's their control they're doing the gaslighting they're also reducing this person to nothing you know the person that they're humiliating and destroying and sadly they're they're caught up in this cycle of pain and abuse you know mental abuse spiritual abuse physical abuse perhaps you know and they have anxiety they can't control it they're not in a position to let go but the narcissist clearly clearly knows exactly what they're doing this is a huge power dynamic you know and it does show you their sort of allegiance as well they want to know that the person that they're controlling is just loyal to them you know and whatever they click when they click their fingers that's what happens you do as I say you follow my instructions you know and it's hard it must be very very hard for that person because the anxiety just gets deeper sometimes you know we we can help our friends with scenarios like this with toxic relatives like I said sometimes we're able to leave but at huge huge prices huge prices for example not seeing a family member anymore not having any connections with siblings not having connections with family ties and these are the things that make us don't they they make us feel whole and sometimes it's very very difficult to leave those scenarios to leave those situations because these are close family members for some of us you know we go through this whole detachment process when we've left we don't have any communication with that person anymore we solely detach and we, we move forward and we sort of reinvent, it, reinvent ourselves rejuvenate ourselves and we allow ourselves to grow doesn't mean that that pain isn't there because of course it is you know of course it is those are successful people that manage to do that and they have really cool friends really cool, supportive network loving network so there is another aspect to that but sadly there are times when there are people that just don't have that infrastructure they've had it temporarily you know but then it's crashed and it's burnt because the narcissist and the toxic person has made sure that they've cut all roots they've cut all ties so that person is on their own you know it's sad isn't it as you reflect on these things it's very sad to see someone that you care about and that you love and that you've nourished and grown and spent quality time with is unfortunately sucked back in but like I said th these are things that they have to learn these are things that they have to go through and we as you know human beings have to respect that and grow from that ourselves you can help yourself by you know grounding yourself 
praying for that person, like I said, remembering the good times, don't be sad about it. Of course, you're going to feel a bit of grievance and of course, you're going to feel sadness for that individual. That's natural. That shows that you cared about that friendship and that love that you had between you. But you also have to learn to let go and you have to learn to let go and surrender. And that's the bit that we sometimes struggle with. That's the bit that sometimes we find really hard to um, allow that person to be because we understand they're being manipulated. We're understanding that unfortunately they're in a lot of pain and they can't get out, but that's part of their journey. There's not always gonna be clear answers, guys. There's not gonna always be a, a remedy that works for one to another to another because each narcissistic, toxic, parental relationship is not always easy. Sometimes there's been cases where, you know, years later, person's gone back into that sort of realm and they've tried to make ways, they've tried to bond and sometimes it's worked and sometimes it's not. Like I said, experience is your best teacher. Wherever you are on your journey, if you're listening into this, you know, I, I wish you nothing but peace and love and harmony because these particular episodes are not easy to go through or to recover from or to even exist in, you know. If you're someone that has that sort of friendship with someone, keep staying strong for them, keep giving them love and keep giving them blessings and keep helping and supporting them. And if they do cut ties, it is what it is, you know, and you have to make that decision whether you stay and you support them or whether you let go. Sending your blessings, sending your healings on your different journeys with toxicity. May we all come out of it nurtured, may we all come out of it grown, and may we all come out of it healed. Take care guys, look after each other.